Welcome to season six of the Shock Your Potential podcast. I'm your host, Michael Sherlock. This year, we have something completely new for you. As we launch our new career coaching community, we will be sharing excerpts from our weekly live sessions of The Enlightened Workplace. The Enlightened Workplace is a work environment where all team members are committed to personal and professional development and who have a commitment to serve the company mission and the vision to the highest standards. Creating an enlightened workplace starts with enlightened employees and enlightened leaders. It may not be easy, but it is definitely worth the effort. Listen in to another excerpt that will shock your potential and guide your path towards an enlightened workplace. As we go into this like secrets to powerful interviews, I want you to ask yourself, does this have relevance to me today, tomorrow, or in the past? And how can I use what I hear from this today? Well, it's important on many, many levels. In fact, it's one of the reasons that I get called a lot by media when they say, hey, how do we give people tips to how to get back in the workplace or how to uh, manage after a layoff or how to, uh, you know, a lot of the times we were talking about this around COVID and how do we get back in the workplace because people's jobs were so changed and impacted. And I find that it's really a common theme for us all because interviews tend to make us what? Something that's very akin to being Halloween today, and that is being scared. Sometimes the concept of a job interview can be scary. And what I'm going to tell you is actually that can be scary from the position of person trying to get the job or the promotion. It can also be scary from the position of the person doing the interview. So today I'm going to talk about this from both sides of the equation, because it's really important, especially if we're in that seat of being interviewed, that we re recognize and remember that that person sitting across from us may have different expertise as an interviewer. They might have different concerns. They might have different things that make them nervous. And I really, really remember my very first interview where I interviewed someone else. And what's interesting is this is actually part of the book that I'm writing called The Enlightened Workplace. And this will be part of chapter two, this whole concept of secret to powerful interviews. But I was remembering the very first person that I was supposed to hire. And I think that because nobody had taught me how to do it, nobody had trained me how to interview. No one had ever given me the confidence of here's what questions you ask. They just said, oh, you need to hire somebody, start, you know, put a job ad in the newspaper and that I'm so old, we put job ads in the newspaper and let's see who applies for it. And then you can make some decisions. Well, the way interviews happen today is vastly different from a perspective of how you find a job, how you get a job, how you interview for the job. And yet the basic skills at either being the interviewer or the interviewee really haven't changed all that much in the decades since. But when I first had my very first interview with somebody who I was hiring to work for me, I was nervous, but I didn't want to look nervous. I wanted to look exactly like I knew what I was doing and very calm and confident. And oh man, I'm so smart and I'm so important. And really inside, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? And so in that very first interview, I was so eager to have my first hire 
that I basically was kind of trying to sell how great we were and how great the job was and how great it would be to have her come work for us. And in the end, she really wasn't the right candidate. But I spent so much time trying to convince her how great it was to work for us that I talked her right into it and it wasn't the right fit. On the flip side, as I started interviewing more and I learned from that mistake, I went to the opposite. I almost tried to convince people why they did not want to work for us and why they did not want this job. And it was going to be the most horrible thing they'd ever do. And so clearly I scared some really good people off. So somewhere in the middle, I had to find some balance. But in that balance, I first had to ask myself, what am I trying to accomplish? Which made me start to think of myself when I'd interview for jobs myself. What am I really trying to accomplish? Why do I want this job? Do I want this job? Am I qualified for the job? Am I really, what are my, what are my strengths? What are my failings in this? And we're going to talk about those a little bit more in depth. But it made me really reflect on the interview process, the do's and the don'ts, the shoulds and the shouldn'ts to ask yourself, are these things having an impact on my career today? Or if I am a, an entrepreneur, I run my own business, am I learning the lessons to make sure that I can do this interview process, even with a potential client? in a way that leaves us feeling really like we've made a good match. Interesting case in point, and I'll just use this one point here briefly. And I think I've alluded to this a couple of times, but there are times even as a business owner where you are so hungry for a client, you need them, you want their money, you really want them to be a part of what you do, that you really convince them how great you're going to be instead of actually asking yourself, is this the client that I want? But I use this as an example of kind of the evolution of asking yourself, if I'm applying for a job, am I applying for this for the right reasons? Is this because I really want this job or because I need a job? Do I want this client because I want this client or because I need a client? Am I interviewing this person to work for me because I need this employee or because I need an employee. Those are the distinctions that we can take with us. And so when we look at this from our own career perspective, there have been times that I interviewed for jobs absolutely because I wanted the paycheck as <laughs> it was a good paycheck. And those were the career choices that I made that did not serve me in the long run. Yeah, they might've served my bank account for a little bit, but they didn't feed my soul. And I'm not saying that in a career or a job search, you have to pick what will feed your soul over what will feed your family. But sometimes we make decisions in the short term because of little decisions that really don't serve us over the long term. So today's perspective of secrets to powerful interviews, again, I want you to listen through three ears. And one is, what does this mean for, my, for me now, if I'm in a job search or not, or if I'm looking at a promotion, or if I just want to make sure I'm doing a great job at my company and I want to have good uh, dialogues with, my, with the, my leadership team? What does this mean for my future? 
And what does this mean when I look at it in my past? And how can I learn from that, whether I am being interviewed or I am conducting the interview itself? So here's my question. What is the first job you ever interviewed for? It might be a, a babysitter. It might be a waiting table somewhere. It might've been an actual job. Maybe you are just about to do your first one, but what is the first job you ever applied for and had to interview? It was really interesting. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I've been going through all these old photos and scrapbooks and things. And I came across the, um, the uh, it was an evaluation I had in college when I was a, a um, basically a writing assistant or a writing uh, consultant or coach in our uh, writing department at my college. So when people were writing papers and things, they'd come and I'd work with them and uh, coach them on how to write their papers better. So it was fun. All these things that we think about our, our past jobs and our past job interviews, then the question is, how can I look at those interviews of the past, five years ago, 10 years ago, a few decades ago, and say, what can I learn from that first interview? What have I learned? What can I look back and reflect on now that maybe I even do? If you have ever gotten nervous before an interview, it's normal, it's natural, but there are ways to combat it. And it takes a little time and energy but it takes a lot of practice. If today's episode sparks your interest for more, hop over to our Shock Your Potential website and learn more about our enlightened workplace community today. Simply go to shockyourpotential.com.